University of Tennessee would love for you to add some orange pride to your ride. Official UTK license plates are now available across Tennessee at your local county clerks. More than half of the annual fee of $61.50 supports alumni scholarship programs. So talk to your county clerk or visit alumni.utk.edu for more information. So if you're watching here on the video broadcast, you can see how sweet the official UT license plates are. Got the checkerboard uh, along with... uh, Tons of orange and the power tea. And Ben, this is what you need, man. When you make those trips back down to Alabama, <laughs> you need to be rocking a power tea license plate. I need to get one. I've got the uh, Tennessee alumni license plate that wraps around the main license plate. The frame, the license the frame, plate yes. frame, yep. Now I just need uh, that to go around these these new UT license plates. Yeah, man. Sound awesome. You can You can rock... Uh, your UT license plate, represent, um, have checkerboard on the ride, and also support the alumni scholarship program as well. So uh, talk to your county clerk, wherever you are in the state of Tennessee. Um, I love this, though, from Ken, and uh, we'll, get, we'll get to the phone. Um, says I'm trying to stay neutral, sound neutral, but there's no doubt who you in favor here. Milton, just say it. I'm not in favor of any quarterback. I don't care who's a starter. I just want to win, which is why we're having this conversation of why I'm so torn. I'm not throwing Milton to the curb in two games. I'm not making Milton pay for the sins of Jerry Gantano. I'm judging Milton on two games of Tennessee, and I know why Milton was named the starter. was because the meat of the schedule and what he can do throwing the football. Why is there a difference in the expectations of the University of Georgia this year versus the expectations of the University of Georgia last year? The difference is one position. Quarterback. It's quarterback. The defense is style, the running game is style, but the difference between the expectations in Georgia football this year versus last year is because JT Daniels, you have a quarterback that can make all the throws. And Stetson Bennett is limited. That's why JT Daniels is a starter. That's why. They got exposed in the Alabama game. Georgia was trying to go blow for blow with Alabama, throwing the football, and Bennett couldn't. He threw an interception. The game was over. Yep. So it's not about like. It's not about like we got to grow up. Like that don't matter. I'm thinking short term, which is Hendon. I want to see Hendon play. Short term, I want him to start against. And that's like. Ken comes back, Ben, is Wayne 100% in favor of Milton or no? Of course he is. We can all hear it. You can too. I know he you, you, can't, up, you can't say that because he, he, just, he just said that he would start Hendon Hooker this Saturday. And I said so, it Sunday on, on, on Locker Room. You, you've said it multiple, <laughs> yeah. multiple times throughout the show that you would go with Hendon right now. So you can't be in favor of Milton if, if you're willing to roll with, 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 with Hooker right now. Golly, listen, now, listen, Ken, you're starting that stuff again. Yeah, Swain and I differs on, on the long-term potential of, of the offense. Swain sees the, the potential with Joe's arm, and like I don't disagree with the potential of Joe's arm, but I, I think Cliff put it here perfectly on, on the text box, and, and arm talent, 
and a big arm aren't necessarily the same thing. Until Milton can find some touch and accuracy, I think Hooker is the better option. That's exactly my opinion. Yeah. Until Milton can find some touch and accuracy, I think Hooker is the better option. Yeah, which is the same thing that I'm saying, which is why you go with Hendon now and you bank on improvement. Because later in the season, because just because you're not the starter doesn't mean you start practicing. So when you're practicing as the backup this week, you continue to prove on your touch, and we're going to need the big arm when we play later in the season. Why is this so hard to understand? It, it, it amazes me how rude some people can be, just quite, quite frankly. How and, is this hard to understand? And, and it's a really easy concept. Take, take, take shots at people because they have a different opinion. Brady's put some ignorant comments on the text box today. It's just it, just because somebody has a different opinion than you doesn't mean you have to take personal personal shots. Yeah, it's it's, it's really not hard to understand. There's a short term, and there's that part too. <laughs> there's a short term view, and a potential long term, and a long term view. It's not that hard to understand. And my short term selection is Hendon Hooker. I said this many times since Sunday. Long term. I have a question. I have a question about long-term. I have a question. I'm not sold. I'm torn. Because I look at, I look at Georgia, and I know why they're looked upon as you know, a favorite to win a national championship, because they have a guy that can make all the throws. Now, you're right. You got to connect on those. You got to connect on them. You have to connect on them, 100%. But again, I'm banking on an improvement. Because I know these guys practice every single day. I'm banking on Josh Heupel helping him improve. Just like I, I'm banking on Heupel to help Hendon Hooker continue to improve. So it's not about favorites. It doesn't matter if Hendon is on Tennessee Prime or Joe Milne's on Tennessee Prime. And if anything, if you want to make any comments about a player being on Tennessee Prime, you made it by K. Kay's a staple of the show. He's on there every week. Yep. <laughs> but Kay was asked about the personal foul penalty first. He was asked about it. Had it. I didn't. I didn't know he didn't hear the whistle. So, do you believe that he didn't hear the whistle? <sighs> do I believe he didn't hear the whistle? I don't know, man. I wasn't. I wasn't down there. I, mean, I, wasn't, I wasn't down there. I wasn't down there, man. I can't, I can't, I can't say I believed him or not. I wasn't down there. I know what you know. I played games where I, honestly, I haven't. I didn't hear. Any, I don't hear anything. I mean, it, it it feels like you're playing. Like, take for instance, playing Madden or playing college football on PlayStation, and just turn the volume off. That's how I feel sometimes when you're playing in the game. Whether you are home or away, it just you just don't hear anything. So I can't sit here and say I don't believe him. But he was asked that. How could you not ask him that? So any comments about well, you know, picking Milton because he's on the Prime Show? That's stupid, man. He's on that one show. Just because somebody has a different opinion doesn't mean that there's an agenda. Golly, man. Anyways, let's go back to the phone. We've got Volstorm and then Zach. Volstorm, good morning. 
Guys, taking personal shots at the host is unnecessary, even though Ben's an idiot for not knowing what a license plate frame is. <laughs> oh, man. He, he knows now, Volstorm. He knows now. And, he yeah. go, and he'll probably yeah, get one before you. that young man. He'll get one before you, Volstorm. Because I know Ben, Ben after the show, will be right there on County Clerk's website ordering one. Knowing Ben, hey, he's going to get one before you. I'll, I'll have you know I already prepaid for mine through the Alumni Association. Thank you. Damn, Ben. Sorry, man. I tried to help you. Oops. He it's got all, you. It's all good. Last I checked, uh, our degree came from the same place. Yeah, I know, and you keep diminishing mine by your constant performance. <laughs> oh, that yet, was a good one. That was yet, a good one. Yeah, you keep listening degree, and calling ain't in and you, commenting. Ain't worth what it used to be. That, now, that is true. <laughs> oh, man. Swain, you know, listening to your and Ben's comments this morning and reading between the lines, it sounds like you want Milton to start Saturday. Golly. <laughs> I took it as him wanting Harrison to start. Golly, man. <sighs> We'll, we'll get to that later. We can't leave that. Guys, you know, <laughs> you know, I, I, I could see, you know, let's face it. How you predict future performance is based upon past performance. It's hard to do. And, and, yes, you can take into account everything Hooker did at Virginia Tech and everything that Milton did at Michigan to a point. To a point. And that is the evaluation of whether or not you're going to bring them onto campus. Not Once wrong. they hit campus, their performance from then on is what matters. Just like a, with a high school recruit. Yep. You got you got a different team. You got a different set of coaches. I see. The problem is a lot of our fan base suffers from uh, Pruitt malpractice syndrome or PMS. <laughs> yeah. What it is is yeah. they they think the last coaching staff screwed everything up so bad that everybody thinks that this coaching staff is going to do the same thing. Yep. Yep. And the previous coaching staff on the Bush Jones at you know had screwed up Alvin Kamara and some things too while winning. So I mean, listen, the fan the fans are not wrong in not having you know, all the confidence in staffs until they prove it because there's been so many examples of, of a staff botching personnel decisions. So, I mean, I, in, in one hand, I kind of understand. Well, I mean, let, let's face it. If you can't handle your methods and your abilities being questioned, then uh, there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with asking questions. There's nothing wrong with challenging what coaches are doing or what players are doing. There's nothing wrong with that. you got to be able to defend it. For sure. For sure. One thing I really haven't heard a lot of is, you know, we've, you know, we've heard about Milton's inconsistencies and even Hooker's inconsistencies, but what about the wide receiver inconsistencies? They're there, too. You know, we got receivers running wrong routes. we got receivers not – digging enough you know not all those balls are on the quarterback quarterback gets all the blame when things go wrong and get all the praise when things go right because hey man Hending gets the credit for the touchdown to um jimmy calloway but who did the work jimmy calloway (laughs) you know so jimmy calloway yeah 
Uh, guys, before I go, uh, you know, with all this talk, I'm just wondering uh, what they saw Harrison Bailey. See you, bud! Jeez. Jeez. All right, let's go back to, go back to the phones, man. Jeez. We got Zach. Zach, good morning. What's up, guys? What's up, what's up, what's up? It's working, it's working. Just want to get your thoughts on uh, Byron Young coming back this week. How much you think that's going to be a help for you know guys like Tyler Barron and those young linebackers? Huge, huge. Just just like um, Daryl Vereen was a good help to to, to Daryl Barnett. Daryl Barnett was special in his own right, but it sure helped to have somebody on the other side that could also be a threat and get to the passer uh, and not force double teams. So you know Tyler Barron um, is really good at getting to the passer, and it only helps him. And helps the other guys knowing that there's someone opposite side being able to get to the passer as well. Um, so it's going to be big on everybody. I think it's going to take the pressure off of the secondary who um, had to cover guys for way too long against Pittsburgh, allowing Pickett to go to his second, third, fourth read, scan the left side, go back to the right side, back to the left side. I mean, I think Bauer Young was going to help everyone out. <laughs> there's, there's your answer. Yeah, there, there's, there's your answer. Uh, Scott from Jacksonville says, honest question, is there evidence from Virginia Tech spring fall camp that Hendon cannot throw the deep ball? No, it's not about him not being able to do it. It's, it's Milton was just better at it during fall camp. I think Hendon can do it. I mean, I think he can do it, but it's about playing, playing the better guy. And at the first two games, the coach staff, you know, felt like Milton was a better guy throwing those deep balls. Hendon, just keeping the ball in play, would be better than throwing the ball out of bounds or throwing the ball 10 yards past a receiver. So what Hendon has to do, this is what Hendon has to do on those deep balls. The receivers have to do a really good job of not getting pinned to the sideline. Stop getting pinned to the sideline, drink a protein shake, get some toughness, and make guys miss it. Off the line of scrimmage, get your release, and then work your way back to the midfield, giving the quarterback some some room to throw the ball over your shoulder. So we want five yards from the sideline at least. We would love to, we would love more. Now Hendon has a target to throw that ball over your shoulder. If you get pressed to the sideline, Hendon has nowhere to throw it; just throw out of bounds. So we got to do our job as wide receivers. Now Hendon, his job on deep throws. He has to make sure that the safety is not going to be a part of the play. He does that with his eyes. So if you know that you want to go left, you can't be looking left the whole entire time after you snap the football. You need to be looking the safety off right and then coming back left. So you got to do a a, a great job with your eyes. The receiver's responsibility is beating the corner. The quarterback's responsibility is beating the safety with his eyes. And now the placement of the football is also the quarterback's responsibility. We don't want – Inside and and short. Inside and short makes it easy for the DB to just flip his hips, box you out, pick the ball off. We want, if it's inside or if it's short, we want it high. We want high and short. Because now we give our receiver an opportunity to use our bodies and high point the football. Milton threw a short and inside throw to Tillman at the goal line, and Tillman had to... P.I., pass interference, right? Offense, pass interference. But my question is, 
was Tillman's route good enough to give Milton time to make that throw over the shoulder? I don't know if it was if it was or not, but that's a conversation that took place in the receiver meeting in the receiver meeting room. If Tillman did everything he was supposed to do, now it's Joe's responsibility to make sure that when you're throwing the ball to Tillman, that ball needs to be higher. He's a guy that can make those catches. So learn from Milton if you are Hendon. Deep balls. Obviously, I want it to be perfect over the shoulder, hit him in stride. But if it's not high and short, not low and short, because that's either a P.I. against us or that is an easy pick for the corner or easy pick for the safety. That's what Hendon can do. So it's not about Hendon not being able to throw the deep ball because he can't throw the deep ball. It's just Milton just threw it better than anybody else in fall camp. So just because someone is better doesn't mean you can't do something. Here's a, a narrative that is so wrong and so terrible. People keep saying that Josh Dobbs wasn't a good practice player. That narrative is wrong. Because what Butch Jones said in 2014 is that Worley was just better than everybody else when he got the starting job. And then when they opened it back up, Peterman was better. They just had better practices. It doesn't mean that Josh Dobbs was bad. See how they can get twisted? And it's wrong. Dobbs wasn't a bad practice player at the beginning of 14. It's just the other guys were better. And then Dobbs came in and proved that he got better in practice, and then he was better in the games. That's how things can get twisted. Swain event. Be right back. For a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good morning, Swain Event crew. As the weather heats up, so does our market. And from Johnson City to Knoxville, eager buyers are grabbing up many available properties. The chili is hot in East Tennessee, so if you are ready to buy or sell or want to talk more about our local real estate market, I'm just a phone call away. Or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. And go Vols! JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. 
I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you. So you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Home service problems occur even at the most inconvenient times, like during a health crisis. And Tiller is always here to help you 24-7. As people are social distancing and staying at home on workdays, it's an easier time to take care of home maintenance items that you feel are necessary. And we've put new safety precautions in place, like wearing gloves, avoiding physical contact, new sanitation protocols, and limiting time in your home. We're here for you. At work? Can't call in? Don't feel bad. You can talk to the guys on the text box. It's part of the Free Swain Event app. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. When I made the move to my own studio, I was worried about this. I was worried about that. I was worried about, hey, did I get this piece of equipment? Did I get that piece of equipment? Does that sound good? Does that not sound good? One thing I didn't have to worry about, that was office furniture, because office furniture outfitters met my furniture needs. With a 50,000 square foot facility, they have East Tennessee's largest selection and are the best value for new and used office furniture. Located in Knoxville, it's easy to find everything you need for your new space, including desks, file cabinets, chairs, conference tables, and more. Office Furniture Outfitters is turnkey. They came to my place, we mapped everything out that was needed, they delivered, and get this, set everything up. To learn more about what Office Furniture Outfitters can do for you, log on to OFONOX.com. That's OFONOX.com. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. 
Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. I just wanted to come by and congratulate you on the great work you've been doing. I like your style. You remind me of a young me. Failure is not an option. That boy is good. Don't remind yourself. Nobody built like you. You design yourself. Attaboy. Attaboy is brought to you by Made in Tennessee Business Fiber Internet from Iris Networks. Find business solutions for you at irisnetworksusa.com. Time for Attaboy here on the Swain Event. We highlight positivity, good stories, and um, what do we have today? I am giving Major League Baseball an Attaboy. They still playing? I forgot. They are. Uh, all Puerto Rican players in Major League Baseball once again will be allowed to wear number 21 to honor Roberto Clemente on September 15th, and this time it will be in front of fans. MLB has extended the honor to all uniformed personnel of Puerto Rican descent this year for the 20th annual Roberto Clemente Day. In addition, all 2021 Roberto Clemente Award nominees, as well as the six active players who are Roberto Clemente Award recipients, can also wear the number 21, sources told ESPN. During the pandemic-shortened 2020 season, when teams played in empty ballparks, Major League Baseball allowed all Puerto Rican players to wear the number 21 to honor the late Pittsburgh Pirates star for the first time after the Clemente family authorized its use. It also was the first time the Pirates, the team for which Clemente played his entire Hall of Fame career, honored the life and legacy of the Great One, which was his nickname, with every member of the team wearing number 21 on their uniforms. This year, it will also be possible for any player, regardless of heritage or place of birth to request the wear number 21 as long as the club is given enough notice to create the uniform so this is pretty much pretty much like jackie robinson day where everybody wears 42 Mm -hmm. Um, anybody in in baseball who wants to wear 21 to to honor roberto clemente can can do so And, and this is this is really really cool and uh really cool because Roberto Clemente means so many to, to so many Latinos, and uh, Major League Baseball consists of uh, quite a bit of Latinos. So uh, this is this is really really cool. And then I, I want to give like a birthday wish today. Uh, shout out to uh, Vol for Bourbon uh, for sending this one to me uh, late last night. But uh, the oldest U.S. veteran of World War II is celebrating his 112th birthday. Uh, this was an article mm, awesome. in the AP News from September 13th. But a Louisiana man who is the oldest living World War II veteran in the United States has marked his 112th birthday. Lawrence Brooks Love it. celebrated Sunday with a drive-by party at his New Orleans home hosted by the National World War II Museum. So shout out to Lawrence Brooks. Love it. Love 112 it. 112 years old. Wow. 112. I just can't, I can't even imagine living that long. And, and he survived World War II. It's amazing. That is amazing. Good attaboys there. Uh, who we have on the phone? We've got Jay. Jay, good morning. Good morning, man. Good morning. Hey, uh, 
obviously, uh, rest in peace to Paris Harrelson. That was just obvious, uh, or that was just terrible news to hear. Um, he was one of my favorite players during that era. I really, really, always really enjoyed watching him play. That's just awful what happened to him, or, you know, uh, him losing his life. So, hope him and family and friends are all, all good and, and taken care of. But that, that was just sad news, Wayne. It was, man. It was. Um, um, it's been a rough 48 hours, for sure. I can only imagine, brother. I can only imagine. Um, guys, do y'all uh, do y'all know what Tennessee is wanting to do to their football facility in terms of renovations and upgrades? Nope. N- not, not, like... I mean, I, I saw the renderings. I know. Um, I mean, all I saw was like an outdoor patio area or yeah. something. But I was just kind of wondering, is that, I mean, is that it? Is that the big thing that they want to do? Or yeah, that's what, that's, I was just kind of wondering what their plan was. Yeah, that's that's what they, they saw the renderings. I mean, uh, uh, outdoor patio, you know, there at the practice field. Um, I saw a lot of the renovations going down in Neyland Stadium. Um, that's kind of what I thought most of the attention was going to be paid to, but I did see your renderings of, you know, some things there at the practice field, but uh, honestly, man, I, I actually forgot about it until you brought it up. Well, I was wondering because I uh, saw a video of on, on Football Scoop of Georgia's new $80 million renovations and largest weight room in the country, and I'm just thinking, you know, they already were having – they were already struggling with recruiting, so this this will help them, I'm sure. But I mean, it, it's unbelievable what some of these college facilities are now. Yeah, and and it's uh, it's just unbelievable. But I, I was kind of just wondering what they were planning on doing because you know Tennessee, we're we're kind of landlocked being down downtown and with all the hills and everything. Uh, it's kind of hard to expand out. So with with this college arms race that is facilities. I'm wondering where Tennessee lies in all of it, you know, because we've been hearing about Lindsey Nelson and some of the difficulties of building a new stadium or expanding. And, uh, you know, this college football facilities is like technology. You get two years behind and you're out of date. And I'm just kind of wondering where Tennessee is going to be in the future. We've always been, you know, in the 90s and stuff, we were always a team that had the best facilities. And now everybody's getting up to date and, uh, I just wonder how that's going to affect us moving forward. Well, I mean, we've always had a commitment to, you know, making sure that we were uh, there at the top of college football, top of the SEC as far as, you know, facilities. I mean, we we put that ahead of people. That's why we're in the position that we're in. So we know Are that, we there now, though, Swain? What do you mean? Fis- well, I mean, are we, at, are we at the top? According to Danny White, he doesn't seem to believe No, 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 no. We're, we're not at the top. I mean, it ain't. Terrible, but it ain't the top either because, you know, every time we turn around, there's a new SEC team getting getting a facelift. South Carolina got it, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not too long ago. Um, Georgia went through it. LSU got some nice locker rooms, went through a renovation. Texas A&M has done it. Mm-hmm. Alabama continues to, you know, update their stuff. So, no, I mean, the, the reality of it is if, if you're not spending millions and millions of dollars in your football program and on your facilities, you're going to get left behind. You always have to be updating mm-hmm. or thinking about changes. 
because there's too much money flowing around the SEC with these TV contracts. It used to be where only the only the rich were able to be in the country club, only the top programs, and that's why Tennessee was able to, you know, make their uh, adjustments and, and make their facility ch- upgrades, and you know, no one else was able to do it. Step with their finger. Now they can because everyone's getting the same big check. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's going to be interesting. Did you? Did y'all happen to see that article on Urban Meyer? Which uh, one? There's about, been a bunch. Well, that guy ain't gonna make it. No. <laughs> oh, that one. So where he, he like he pissed everybody off over the off season. Yeah, if, if that article is true, that dude, there is that guy ain't gonna last three years. No, he ain't gonna make it. Uh, he no. Yeah, yeah. No, he that he's not adjusting to the game. He can't handle a loss. They said this guy is like about to have an aneurysm over a preseason loss. I mean that 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 dude just ain't ain't cut out. There's gonna be, about to be some health problems come come up, but that that was that was unreal. I, I saw that article and and just thought, man, that guy is not long for the Jaguars, but. It'll be interesting how that plays out. Hey, man. LSU job is opening up, probably. USC job is open. Swain, let me ask you something, man, about these jobs. You know, because every time a job comes open, they give the best coaching jobs or what's the best. We always have to go through this list. Why does USC – I mean, I get it. USC and Texas and Georgia, they got all this talent. But some of these jobs that get rated the best jobs in the country – they have like three national titles in the last fifty years. At what point does like actual winning take go into like the the effect? Like take Southern Cal outside of Pete Carroll, they were crap for the last twenty years before, and they have they ain't been nothing since Pete Carroll. Outside of Mac Brown little little era, Texas was crap before for a long time, and they've been crap after. But supposedly these are the best, biggest jobs, but they can't win unless they've only had, like, one certain coach. To me, the best jobs, you're winning all the time or you're winning on a more consistent basis. Yeah, 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 Jay. I mean, USC has always been considered a top five, top ten job, and I think why is because of the fertile recruiting ground. Um, You know, you are the top dog in L.A., Obviously, you have the the rivalry between uh, the Bruins and the Trojans, but you're the top dog, um, and they haven't been successful because they hired a coach in Lane Kiffin that wasn't ready to be a head coach, and they had sanctions, and then they also hired uh, the next guy, Steve Sarkeesian, that had to step away because he had personal issues. And then the next guy they tried to hire, Helton, who's been the coach for seven years, you know, he just – he hasn't been able to get that consistency. I mean, he'll have a nice run one year and then um, fold the next year. And so with the right coach, they have all the resources to be successful. And that's I think, goes into being uh, thought of as a top job. That's why – you know, you look at Notre Dame, you look at Texas, you look at Oklahoma, you look at Georgia, you look at Florida, you look at all these places with good with a good coach, they win because the the resources that are provided uh, to a coach is considered. So let's go let's go back to the phones um, as we are 
up against it, the top of the hour, who do we have? C-Mac. C-Mac, good morning, man. I saw Good that. morning, Rapid Fire. I hope you all having a great start to your Wednesday. As always, another day, another opportunity to be great. Uh, first question, Jermaine Dupree or P. Diddy in the verses? Who would you take? Come on, man. Diddy. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Diddy, Diddy got all Thank Biggie you. stuff. <laughs> I mean, all, all, you know, all, all the R and B, all R and B singers. Now, now, don't get me wrong. Now, Dupree got some bangers. Now, Dupree is responsible for a ton of hits. But we talking about Diddy. I mean, and we talking about Big. We, we, we give, we give Dupree uh, what uh, Jagged Edge. I think that's him. We got Bow Wow. You got the Brat. I mean, like Jermaine Dupree got some. Got got some history now. He got some. He got some plaques on the wall. But again, yeah, he do. We do. We talking about Biggie here, man. We talking about Diddy. Yeah, we talking about Diddy. We talking about notorious Big, and that's that's Mary J. Blige. Exactly. Exactly. So Fate Evans. Like, come on now. Yeah. One twelve. The one. The one hit that uh, Black Rob had up on there. Whoa. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, next question. Did you did you had to did you have to uh, uh, control your laughter when uh, Cooper Mays rolled up last night and just start flaming your boy Austin Price? Oh, I loved it because you know they Austin been covering those guys because Austin you know is deep in high school football because you know he does robbery Thursday so he developed a relationship with those with those boys and uh, it's, it's kind of it was kind of cool to see it on display. Uh, yesterday and Cooper, man, he's so cool, laid back, and uh, real good that he was able to fill in for 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 Jimmy Callaway. But yeah, man, a lot of people said that was the best show uh, of the three. So I'm I'm glad folks got a chance to kind of see what it's like to be around those two brothers, man. They uh they they're entertaining. So I loved it, man. Anytime you know you can flame Austin uh, and put him on the spot, we love it, right, Ben? I'm, oh yeah. <laughs> And I'm here for it. Yeah, Last sure. question for you, Swain, as I get out of here and get ready for work this morning. Um, uh, to me, you know, that, that, that kid on defense, number nine, has just has really has really just really stuck out. You know, every time I'm watching, you know, uh, Tennessee play, he's really just popped. Okay, now, yeah, Theo Theo has done his thing as well. No, no shade to Theo, but to me, man, I, I just I, it's 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 number nine that just really really just pops. How, uh, with this uh, recent addition to our defense, um, will we get to see uh, number nine be even more explosive, make even more plays, considering he has uh, some some additional help uh, with a young man getting cleared? Uh, yeah, Tyler Barron. And uh, Austin Price mentioned Tyler Barron being his most impressive player defense in two days, uh, best player defense. You know, I went with, I went with uh, Theo, but Tyler Barron has been – Great. I mean, he's been the one guy to, in two games has been, you know, getting consistent pressure on the quarterback, being a threat. So now you add in Byron Young, and he should be even more uh, a, a threat. So uh, let's see what's on the text box before we wrap up today's show. No matter how practice is going, you have to do it on Saturdays. Yes. Yes. It has to, it has to translate. You have to carry it over. And if you fail to carry it over multiple games – we talk, you know, you're doing it in practice, but we hit 
two, three, four games of not doing it, that's when you get replaced. That's when you get replaced. So it's not an or. Practice is important or the game's important. It is and. Practice is important and the games are important too. And if you don't translate your practice play to the games after three, four games, you're going to get replaced, man. Um, simple as that. Simple as that. Um, all receivers and quarterbacks should be required to watch Eli and Peyton on Monday Night Football. Well, ESPN should be required to have Peyton Eli call the Tennessee Ole Miss game. If we're talking about requirements. I don't think Peyton would agree to that. He wants more of a um, – There's already a stick with that. He's a curse. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, SC Voss says, do you think Lincoln Raleigh go, leaves Oklahoma and goes to USC? I don't know why he would do that. But uh, Joe Clatt, uh Fox has you know, threw that out there. It's been talked about, and there's been some buzz flowing and going. Um, the amount of buzz, I'm, I'm not sure, uh, but – there's this this idea that if Oklahoma had an opening, that they would call Josh Heupel because Heupel, he's a former player. But they show crap on Heupel first time he was there. So I don't know how the feeling is because they used Heupel as a scapegoat and fired him when Stute's brother was getting lit up on defense, and they fired Heupel. So I don't know the feeling between Oklahoma and Tennessee. and um, But I don't know why would Lincoln Riley even leave to go anywhere you know, not an SEC school. I mean, uh, yeah, I, that don't make sense to me. But I'd go to the NFL if I were him. Uh, yep. I, I wouldn't leave Oklahoma for USC. I know that mm, much. No, no, I wouldn't either. You're about to make a move to the SEC. You already dominate Texas in recruiting, and you're getting players from the SEC footprint already before the move to the SEC. Lincoln Riley is set up to win a championship. I mean, he's already winning 90% of his games already. Close to it. It makes no sense to me why Lincoln Riley would go go to USC. But um, we'll see how that plays out, man. There's going to be a coaching domino. Yep. LSU is going to be open more than likely. USC is open. Those are two major jobs, which means – there's going to be a proven head coach make a move to one of those schools. And when that happens, there's going to be a domino. I think USC should adopt the triple option and go get Jeff Munkin. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. You're going to be out there in L.A. with a with – a, oh, man. Who's out in L.A. right now? Uh, a lot of people. Rusty? Rusty's, Rusty's Rusty in L.A. Rusty's in L.A. Uh, Big Biz James is out there. We got some people listening and support the show that's out there in Cali. So uh, you can go out there in Cali, man. I'm down. down. I lived there before. I enjoyed it. But I was, oh, also yeah. was a, a kid and didn't have to pay for stuff. That's right. You're from California, too. I'm from the <laughs> United States of America. How does it feel to know that I'm more America than you? I guess so. Whatever, man. Well, I got... Red, white, and blue star spangled banner underwear on right now. So I'm more American than you. So whatever. And I was here longer. 
America in America than you. So take That's that. Fine. You could have that. Take one. that for data. Take that for data. All right, we got to wrap up today's show. We'll be back, to be back tomorrow, 7 a.m. It's an event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. Hope you have a great day. Uh, hour number three, powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Uh, Volstorm with the with the quote of the day. Pruitt Malpractice Syndrome, PMS. Uh, I am seeing that a lot right now uh, with how we are judging this football team and some of these players. Uh, I think some of it is, is carrying over. So, uh, good time for a win against an inferior opponent uh, in Tennessee Tech. So, tomorrow, 7 a.m., we'll be back. Swain Event Fuel by Dead and Barbecue. Peace and love.